The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Today going to talk a little bit about caregiver burnout. If you are someone who has aging or sick parents, have a differently abled sibling or people in your life that need constant caretaking, perhaps you are a parent. This episode is for you or if you know and have people in your life who are caretaking. One of the things about being a Black person is that we have a community of family and family usually takes care of each other and we take care of our our grandmamas we take care of our mamas and it can be its own kind of overwhelming stress that leads to burnout and often if we're not doing it ourselves perhaps we're seeing our parents taking care of a grandparent or we see a sibling taking care of family members. It's really important to have this conversation as one of the most beautiful things about the Black community is how communal it is and how together and loving we can be to each other, particularly our our most vulnerable. And yet, being a caregiver has its distinct challenges. If you are a Black woman who is caregiving, I want to talk to you about what that looks like when you're experiencing caregiver burnout and give you some tips on how to overcome it. There's been a lot written about this space as particularly with COVID. More and more people are getting sick. More and more people are requiring care. I don't know about you, but I've had at least close to 15 members of my family have had COVID and several of them have been hospitalized as a result. So we are now entering a phase where caregiving happens more often. It happens unexpectedly, and it can be extremely, extremely painful. Today, we're going to talk about some things I picked up from the Mayo Clinic. They've written a lot on this, and I want to make sure you come away with some good tips about how to manage caregiver stress so that you don't tip into caregiver burnout. Before we get to how to manage it, we got to talk about what it looks like. You know, again, most of us, when we get into caregiving, is out of a pure and loving and wonderful place. And we have family members and people in our lives who need our help. And so it it is with absolute the best of intentions we go into this, but we often don't realize what can make caregiving more difficult. If we have our own financial difficulties or we have we're socially isolated, we don't have any friends to talk to. 
if we are living with the person we're caring for, which often is the case, these can be kind of risk factors for having caregiver burnout. On the other hand, what does it look like? It looks like being constantly anxious or overwhelmed when it comes to the person in your life that you're taking care of. It's not getting enough sleep often. It's physical manifestations of burnout, like weight gain or weight loss. Some people eat more when they're anxious. Some people eat less. It's, you know, feelings of depression and losing interest in activities you used to enjoy. It can even show up in the physical, having frequent headaches or body pain or other kind of physical problems. These all can be signs of caregiver burnout. One, so if we're experiencing this, and, and I know for myself, I've had sick parents. I've had many people in my, my life that I've known experience caregiver burnout, whether it is relatives or good friends that they're taking care of. And so if you're experiencing this, it, it's really important that when we acknowledge it, that in the black community, we are caregivers. We do take care of each other. But we also need to be really clear about how to protect ourselves and take care of ourselves in the process. And so one of the ways that we are going to talk about today is we're going to give you about five ways to kind of cope with caregiver stress and caregiver burnout. And then I'm going to give you, as usual, a practice at the end of a starting point, where to go and where to start if you are experiencing caregiver burnout. The first thing I want to give you as a tip for how to manage caregiver burnout is be willing to accept help. Be willing to acknowledge and say out loud what is going on and how you are struggling. This is crucial. Oftentimes we want to carry it all ourselves. We don't want to admit that we are struggling or that there's something going wrong. If this is your who you are and a temptation to do that, it's completely understandable. I do the same. I'm the person that when somebody asks, how are you doing? My first instinct is to say, fine, and keep it going and keep it moving, even if I am struggling. But you can't get help and you can't relieve burnout if you cannot say that you are struggling. And it can be as simple as having some scheduled, asking a friend to step in and monitor a person or stay with the person, take your care, the person you're caregiving for a, a walk, whoever that may be. It can be just having a friend to take you out so you can get a break. Asking for help goes a long way to kind of manage and mitigate symptoms of burnout and more importantly, just general feelings of overwhelm. The next step is make sure to set realistic goals. It can be overwhelming when dealing with someone who's suddenly ill or a differently abled family member, and there could be so many things that need to happen, but it's really important to learn how to make lists, to prioritize, to break large tasks into smaller pieces, because you just need to start small to hit those bigger goals. It also helps you be realistic about what you can and cannot accomplish. If there's a big event coming up, a holiday coming up, something where you feel like you normally would be tasked to do extra cleaning or cooking, 
you can begin to look at what's going on in your life and have a realistic response and start saying no to the things that just are going to be too much. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com bgb. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high-quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts, deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The third way you can manage caregiver stress is to make sure that you stay connected. Always Google what your resources are, no matter what it is. There is COVID support groups, diabetes support groups, high blood pressure support support groups, children with autism support groups. There is no end in sight to the amount of support groups you can find. There's support groups for family members of those who are addicted to substances. That is its own type of caregiving and definitely fits into the category of what we are talking about today. So get connected, get into classes that will teach you a little bit about what your loved one is going through. There are even services that give transportation or mail delivery or housekeeping. You don't know unless you go researching and make it a priority to look for what is there. Along with getting connected would be the fourth category, which is to seek support. And support can come in many ways. It can be joining a support group. I know for myself, when I've 
had to help with caregiving of people that I loved. I've searched for support groups with their their particular medical condition, and it has made such a difference in their life to be a part of that support group. But also there's support groups for people who take care of people with chronic health issues or are differently abled or are struggling with addiction. Joining up a support group just for yourself can create meaningful friendships. It can have you be around people who truly understand what you're going through without any judgment and without any fear. If you can't find a support group, another way to find supports and establish strong social connections is making sure you stay connected with your family and friends. Keep people in your life who are positive, who offer no judgment on your life and what's going on. Really make it clear to schedule out time in your week even if it's 30 minutes to pick up the phone and call them and have a good conversation that's filled with laughter and support. If you can get out of the house or you feel comfortable doing so, getting out of the house is good, doing Zoom calls, but absolutely schedule time to be with the people you love and the people who support you. The last and the fifth suggestion for how to manage caregiver stress is to take care of yourself. Set your own health goals. Caregiving for others can be extremely draining and extremely painful. The best way to manage that is to make sure that you are putting yourself first. You've all heard of the oxygen mask scenario where they always tell you, put your oxygen mask on first before you can take care of somebody else. It's the same here. Having a good sleep routine having a good time to just be physically active, even if it's a walk. Resisting the temptation to eat foods that will make you feel ill versus make you feel full and and healthy and motivated. Drinking your water. These are small goals you can set for yourself that are the first things that go out the window, right? When we're stressed, when we're burdened, when we're thinking about taking care of other folks, cut, cut. When we're stressed, and we're taking care of other folks, it is the first thing that goes out of the window is our own personal self-care. And so it's really important that we prioritize that. Also, many times people who are caregivers, they struggle with sleep and insomnia and anxiety affecting their sleep routines. So it's really important that you develop a ritual to determine how to have good sleep hygiene, turning off screens, and not looking at a computer or a cell phone or anything like that two hours before bed is a big deal. Anything like that can go a long way to making your life less exhausting and overwhelming and to mitigate burnout. So what were the five suggestions I gave you for how to deal with caregiver burnout? Take care of your personal health. We talked about seeking social supports, whether in a group or with friends and family, really prioritizing, spending time with people who love you and bring you joy. We talked about getting connected, finding out what resources are in your community with a Google search. Don't underestimate, don't count it out. The thing that sometimes is most obvious, we forget to do. So Google, Google what resources are available to you, Google what's around in your area, and by all means, get involved and get resources, you may have things available to you that can help you manage the demands of being a caregiver. 
We talked about setting realistic goals, making lists, breaking big overwhelming goals into small pieces, and utilizing how we goal set to really determine if we're taking on too much, what we can take off our plate, and what has to stay on it. And last but not least, be willing to talk about your struggling. Be willing to accept help. Let the people in your life in and let them be able to be supports to you so that they can really truly help you and give you what you need. So we've given you a list of five ways to manage caregiver stress. If you are identifying with this, if you are taking care of someone in your life who is physically unwell, who is differently abled, or who is struggling with addiction, where can you start? I gave you five options, it's a lot. Where can you start? How about you start with this for a practice? How about this week, you make it a goal if you are struggling with this, to take 30 minutes to call someone you care about and have a good laugh. Call your most hilarious friend and have a conversation with them. Don't worry about what you have to do the next day or what you're behind on and just allow yourself the simple pleasure of laughter and joy with someone you care about. What if you're listening to this episode and you're saying, I don't actually have anyone in my life who needs caregiving. I don't care give to anyone. Keep this around. Think on this episode, write down these different signs and symptoms and write down the best way to manage caregiver burnout because I'm willing to guarantee there's somebody in your life even if it's a degree or two of separation who is caretaking and may be very stressed while doing it so no matter if you are caregiving yourself or if you know of someone who is a caregiver these tips will go a long way to help support your friend and take care of them or your family member whoever it is in your circle that is caregiving And for you, it'll go a long way to take care of them by making sure they are asking for help, by stepping in to help where you can, and by Googling some resources for them to help them. Caregiving can be very rewarding, but it can also be very difficult. So use these tools. Find 30 minutes in your day to connect with someone who brings you joy and lights you up. And if you're not the caregiver, be that person for someone in your life who is caregiving. And it'll go a long way to mitigating the effects of caregiver burnout. So that's it for today's episode. As always, you can subscribe to the Black Girl Burnout podcast on all major platforms, as well as you can follow this podcast on Amplify Voices on Instagram. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. If you are struggling with caregiver burnout, drop a note. Give me some feedback. I want to hear from you. And until we talk next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.